Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. And I'm the second brother. And as for, for a new generation of tweets, we have with us, as always... Rika, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hey, I got it, I got it, I got it. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another exciting episode. This one, we're going to enjoy this one. I can't wait for this one. Do you know I know you can enjoy it. I can enjoy it. It's a good topic. So let's go right in. Mr. Phil, back to you. Hey, thank you, Mr. Claire. Le listen, um, it's a big, we're doing the winter one here. You know, I'm kind of like chilling here with my winter gear. It's a bit cold here, but I, I can I suspect that as time goes on, I'll get warm, you know, so that <laughs> might go off. But for now, you know, we put on the heater. The show must go on. Now, this one, this topic, we're going to call this one, Age Isn't Wisdom. Ooh. Age is not wisdom. Ooh. Some people we hear that and I'm like, what the you man? <laughs> age is not wisdom. <laughs> and then, if I'm honest, Mr. Clay actually went and um, said earlier on that, am I attacking the Africans? <laughs> let's, 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 let's be serious, you know. The wonderful the movement. Are drawn. The battle lines are drawn. <laughs> okay. No battle here. Let's deal with it. Right. Okay, look. The great book says wisdom is the principal thing. Hmm. It did not say age is the principal thing. Hmm. And somehow I know about Nigeria in the sense that I grew up in Nigeria. Some, somehow age kind of like replaces wisdom for a lot of things. It's like, great, we're taught, respect your elders. Don't change that. However, this thing that because this person is older, they know better, or because this person is older, they um, have more um, skill, or because this person is older, they have developed themselves, is something we need to throw out of our culture or of our dealings, because this is the thing. You see, when, when I got to the UK, I realized that the people, and maybe Mr. Claire will attest to this as well, and a lot of people have. Look, my mother, when she got here, her boss was about my age. Her boss was about my age. Now, again, you look, um, when, when I got here, a lot of my bosses were my younger brothers, and my, because over here, it's not about age, it's about skill, it's about competence. Hmm. Then you go in, go back in Africa, and then you go say, oh, who's the oldest here? Okay, you. Like being old translates to being skillful. Like being old translates to being responsible. Like being old translates automatically. That's probably what I should say. It does not translate automatically. So, that is one of the things that I want us to look at because this is a personal development channel. If we're going to personal develop, we've got to be able to personal develop on all the levels in this world. Okay? 
So how do other cultures deal with this thing? What we do, we take the best from what we've learned. Okay, and what I've learned in my journey is that because someone is young, doesn't mean that they're not competent. Hmm. And because someone is old, doesn't mean they're competent. Everybody have to, as, as a matter of fact, competency is not a matter of age. Competency is totally a matter of application. Let me repeat that. Competency is not a matter of age. It's a com completely about application. Mr. Claire, what do you think? Mm. Wow, 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 wow. You've started a, a, an interesting one here because um, <clears throat> I think African culture definitely defaults to this. You, uh, respect your elders, whatever your elders say goes. And, you know, and it works even with the adults, like, you know, who's the oldest, you know, and and where, where it's broken, if, if somebody, somebody steps out of, out of line, where, you know, you refuse to listen or respect, as they say, respect your elder, or pay them the due, all due respect, as they say, um, then there's a problem. And the society frowns on that. That the person doesn't have any culture. Even I saw I saw an, um, some somewhere recently that you know um, Anthony Joshua, the boxer, the British boxer, that has uh, I think his mom is Nigerian. Oh, is it is that? Well, one of the what, what, I think his parents is it one of them or both of them? Anyway, he has Nigerian heritage, and um, he went to see the president of Nigeria, and he and he prostrated. And people were making a big deal out of it. That, oh, you know, he's been raised right, you know, and he's, um, you know, he's got the right culture. You know, he's our boy, you know. Now, it would be interesting because if you saw the prime minister, he wouldn't do that, you know. And he would probably just shake his hand and call him by his first name. He wouldn't call him Saab, you know, your excellency, your most admired you know, excellency, you know, it won't come up with all this title. We just say, hi, you know, Mr. Prime Minister, you know, or hello, okay. Mr. Okay, Mr. Clare. Sorry, sorry, I'm going to quickly jump in there before I give it to Rike. Right. I'm glad that you actually went that way. I'm glad you went that way. And that is all well and good. I am not against that. Neither am I talking against that. By all means, our culture is our culture. Our streets for your elders be respectful of your elders, be, um, be mindful of how you address your elders. That is standard. What I am talking about is competence now. When it comes to now competence and leadership, that cannot just be by default of the fact that I have slept more and woken up more on this earth. So that leadership now automatically just defaults, defaults to me and defers to me. Because what now the, the issue now is that how many times, and I'm sure, I don't know whether you've been in this situation before, how many times I've been in this situation where we have, because this person is the oldest one here, we have allowed that person to take leadership, take um, control of whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. and then mess it up. 
when there were when there are younger competent people around, but because of this culture, we're kind of like you know, and again, um, okay, I hope that makes sense, Mr. Clare. I, I was missentences. I was building up a case there. Oh, sorry. Oh, does, sorry. It does, uh, sorry. It does. It does. It does make sense. Sorry. And but, but what I will ask you before I carry on is, when was the last time you went through that? That happened where you saw you were in a scenario where somebody obviously more competent was not chosen because of their age. Personally, personally, because I've been in the UK for a long time, not recently. But, ah, there you go. <laughs> but wait, wait, that's in the UK though. That's I, know, the UK I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. If I go back to Nigeria, and that's yeah, why I'm saying that that's why we're because a lot of these things that we're our channel is really um designed to address what is going on on the ground out there because number one, our channel is not just for Nigerian, but if we're gonna test our personal development um, offering, what better terrain than a terrain that is that hard? Am I making sense, Mr. Clay? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, that's why I was going to say that, you know, because the, ex the experiences that you, you're talking about there is quite real, where you say they would look at, you know, it's okay, what's the old days? You, you get a job or you get a task, regardless of skill, skill level. And that's been a long time since you went through that experience. Yeah, because oh, I'm here. Because I'm here. And I remember, you know, I remember being me anyway. I never got pushed to the forefront because, you know, I was never the oldest in most most situations when growing up. So, um, so I can definitely recognize that. But, you know, when you look back at the society, this is a real thing because even... As you, as people become adults, you know, do you you find like they have like a leader of the family that they take all the family problems to, and it's normally somebody that is considered as an elder. And these elders are not necessarily wise. <laughs> hey, now we're dealing with the elephant in the room. That is a real elephant in the room, <laughs> because because if they were wise they will be able to look at their culture and really, you know, kick the tires of their culture to say, okay, this young girl is pregnant. Culture dictates we do this. But is this the best thing for the, for the child and the mother? Or, you know, is this best thing for the family in their situation? Let me take it. Let me take this away. Let me come back to you. Let me go and think about it. But they wouldn't, they would just blindly say, Black and white culture say we do this. This is what we must do. If you don't bring the child and leave the, the child out in, the, in at the bus stop in the middle of the night, then you're rejected as one of our family members. You know, and you'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. How does that make sense anyway? <laughs> you know, and everybody say, the elder has spoken. The will of the elder is done. <laughs> so and I think that, that is where, you know, which is the extreme you're talking about, Mr. Phil. Back to you. Thank you. And the reality, and I know I am touching a very touchy subject, but that's why we are here with this channel. 
to touch these elephants in the room. Like Mr. Claire said, the elders in most, uh, some elders by all means, they're competent. And some elders, like Mr. Claire said, one we used one word there, the elder is not, may not be the wise or may not be wise. And they are just going by rote. They've not paused to ask the most important question, why? And because they've not asked themselves that question, they've not equipped themselves to actually deal with that situation. Okay, I, um, I'm, I'm going to be 15 in a few months' time now. I lead a network where I am not the oldest. Okay? People that are much older than me, I met some people that are more older than me, and I met some people that are younger than me. And people that are younger than me, I learn from them. Some of them, I mentor, they mentor me. Okay? Now, I believe that is the healthy way to go because here's the deal. Um, even my son, my son, Kuredi, I was thinking about him. We started playing the guitar around about the same time. But guess what? The guy is gifted. The guy is good. He's competent, way more competent than me on the guitar. How stupid will I be now we want to go and play somewhere? And I say, I'm the oldest. I have to play the guitar. Mr. Claire, is that not a good example? <laughs> that, one, that, one. <laughs> that one is an extreme example, but you know, um, we, we pray that you give it to Corinne, definitely. <laughs> You pray that I give it to current <laughs> But sometimes, you know, no, it's not even an extreme example. We've had situations like that where, you know, um, like I'll bring Rika in a second, you know, where I defer to the competence of people that are younger than me. And that is why you see when you come to the UK, like I said, my mom's supervisor was my age. When my mom was in her 50s, her supervisor was in her 20s. How did that happen? Because they go by competence. They don't go by age. Mm. Rick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I agree in terms of ages and wisdom, because wisdom can be imparted on you at any stage of your life, I guess, you know from young to old age is just a number like they say but then again this is a, this is a different context um in terms of competency i do agree like sometimes younger people may be more competent in a given task because they probably just learned that task you know it's still fresh in their memory you know they're, they're coming up with different ideas so they're able to adapt and be more flexible rather than say somebody who's got a couple more years on them and they are trying to do the same task but because it might have been a long time since they've done it they might have some difficulties and yeah things like that so I, I do agree in terms of competency is what's first and foremost in terms of if you're if you're needing any help in a given task or something but Age isn't the age isn't the matter. Okay, okay, I hear you. And saying that again, we're talking about competency now. And you know, um, when you, sorry, I was just gonna my my train of thought there is that 
please, the point that I'm making here is that let's not just default to age. Let's look at who has the best ability. Mm. Yes, we can start with age at all times. You got what I'm saying? But let the person that is the oldest have the ability to look around and be able to understand the competencies of those people around him and be comfortable to say, you know what? You're better to lead in that aspect. Yeah, exactly. You're better to lead in that aspect. I don't see that happening in Nigeria. I just see people just say, you know what? Even if the person cannot, is not a good speaker, is not a good kidney, you are the oldest. Oh, yeah. Then you now see people start saying, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say I guess that's where true leadership is being able to see um, and delegate different tasks to people who you deem and are who are also witness that they are more competent in a specific thing rather than just going for okay you're the oldest and so you do this you handle it yeah I mean, I mean our, our, our parents you know, the way they were brought up, you know, they were brought up to be, you know, just to um, not challenge anything, just do as you are told. You know, you, Rike, you popping up first, you'll be like, you will be the doctor of the family. <laughs> of you go. <laughs> but, but, off you go. <laughs> you, okay, you're the second born. You will be the engineer of the family. Off you go, you know, you'd be like, but, but I want to be there. Don't they? <laughs> Number three, you will be our lawyer. Off you go, <laughs> you know, and it, so it, it, which was, which is totally, and that's how we, t- I thought life was. You're told what you, what to do, what to be, you know, until I got to London and I was given freedom to think. They asked me, what do you want to be? when you grow up, when I was, I was like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Yes. You tell me. <laughs> Are you asking really? <laughs> you know, I said, yeah, what do you want to do? I was like, okay, I want to be a fighter pilot. <laughs> I want you, what you <laughs> Is anyone gonna, is the world gonna come crashing? But, you know, my parents would not have, imagined me being a fighter pilot or even wanting to be part of the RAF. But they asked me, what do you want to be? What's your interest? What's your passion? Now, you know, you know, a lot of the time when we, when we were growing up, we used to play football. We used to love playing football. We had passion for football. Every day we were playing football. Our parents would not have caught us, you know, with a ball and be happy. You know, it was all go to, go and read, go and read, go and read. Now, the footballers are making what these so-called professional, which is something that needs to be readdressed with this COVID. But anyway, that's a different video altogether. Yeah, but, um, you know, footballers are making in a week what people are making in a year. Now parents are beating their kids to play football. You know, African parents are now saying, you better get out. Are you, are you not playing football? Have you trained today? <laughs> you haven't trained. Are you crazy? If I catch you, <laughs> you know, which is which is which is a total reverse. 
to the way they were brought up. So, Mr. Pew, back to you. And what that what happens is that when you don't, uh, when you mistake just age for wisdom, then you are always chasing the trends, like you're saying, Mr. Kale. There was one time now where people that were book smart were making the money. They did not see the time when it was going to be footballers that are going to be making the money, mm. you know? And mm. another thing that is actually happening now in the world now is that those people that are like book smart, maybe going into all the, oh, don't talk about medicine, don't talk about engineering, great. But dare I say, the way the trend is going now, the, 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 the highest earners may well be those people that are going to be in trades. Mm. That may be coming, but people are blindsided because people are not actually looking and looking at the trends. They're just going by route, you know? And so, you know, this thing about, so the point, the, if there's any point I'm trying to make, I'm not trying to say that people should not respect people. I'm not trying to say people should not respect age. I'm not, I'm just saying that competent element has to be put into consideration when leading, when delegating, when, again, because if you don't do that, then you're going to always be putting the wrong people in the wrong place and expecting results that is not gonna, is never going to be able to come from them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah? Does that make sense, Mr. Clay? Well, yeah. Um, you know, because what you're saying, but then I will, I, will ask, I will ask you another question, actually. Please. In terms Please. of, you know, this competence. How, would, how, how does that one, how does one draw that into their daily living? Because most, job, most people are unemployed in Nigeria or Africa. So they're probably sitting at home taking orders from their parents still, even in their 30s, you know, going to, to their 40s. And if they're married, they're always reporting back to um, a family elder that makes the final decisions. So in terms of, I mean, how do they, how does one challenge those kind of dynamics? Because I can just imagine, let's say I was living back in Nigeria now, I'll be the, the biggest rebel in the family. They would just be <laughs> like, you know, he's lost to us. You know, he's, 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 the, the white people have taken him away. He has, um, they've turned him into a disrespectful hooligan. You know, he, he, he looked me in the eye and spoke back to me. Can you imagine? He looked me in the eye and spoke back to me. So I don't know how, how that would be. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people I'll be avoiding, let's just say that. Back to you. <laughs> you see, again, let us look at the results we're getting. And you use that to judge whether something is working or not, right? Um, we, we cannot continue to, to do things, um, business as usual, and again, forgetting that we're not in this world alone, forgetting that there are other people groups mm. that are progressing mm. without this debilitating baggage. Now, the first thing I would say, Mr. Kanleya, about those people that you said that are home, that are doing, that are, you see, that is a reflection of them not taking 
responsibility for their own competence, even though they will say, oh, there's nothing to do here. Have you cleaned your compound? While you're cleaning your compound, that might be a business idea. Mm. I have to, Mr. Kinaya, you know me. You know that I was in, I, I, I've been in the UK and in the UK, like you, to, you, you told the story of me going to, to offices and just telling them, look, don't employ me. I'll bring business to you. Yeah. Yeah. You told stories about that. Yeah. Because it happened. So I have been in a situation where I've had to look around me, nothing happening, and make something happen. So I'm going to be one of those youths in Nigeria. With, well, okay. I would be truthful. Maybe if I didn't come here, I would not have been uncomfortable enough because I became uncomfortable enough in the UK. I had to do something. So could it be that even in that situation in Africa, they're so comfortable that they can just go day after day after day after day and not do anything? So here's my deal. If we look at what they what, what they're good at in Nigeria and in Africa, we look at music now. Those guys that have broken through through music, notice what they did though. Notice that they did not have to ask any elders' permission to go into the studio. They probably had to beg still or borrow to get studio time. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So for that guy that is in Nigeria that is doing anything, I will tell you, that guy, that girl, the responsibility for you to do something is in your hand. Now, when you now start doing something, naturally, no elder will now tell you to stop. You know why? Because you are far more competent than them already. Mm. In whatever. They will have absolutely no say. If you're, if you're making soap or you're doing, you understand what I'm saying? Whatever it is that you're doing and you're competent in it, what say do they have in it? Mm. Unless they're not going to show you, oh, you're not doing it right. Let me show you a better way to do it. And that is what they should be there for anyway. So if the elder wants to come and correct you so that they can put you on a better platform, that's what they should be doing anyway. And that's how it should be. But what I'm talking about and what I'm saying is when you are now competent and the elder and the elder says, you sit down. I will do what I'm not competent in because I'm just old. That is all I'm talking about. Am I yeah. making sense, Rike? Yeah, of course. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, Mr. You know, in those scenarios um, where you know, you know, the, the youth have been accused of being lazy because they're not doing those, they're not coming up with these ideas. Like you say, those people that follow their passion into music, they fought to the nail so that they can produce their music without permission from anybody. You know, and they lived in the studio practically till they came out with their music. And there's millions of people like that. We, although we know the famous ones, but there's people that didn't make it. Yeah. yeah. So 
you know, so we shouldn't forget those. So yeah, that, make but, it. but in the journey, as always, while you're in the journey, you always find your way. You know, you always find your way. You always find your your level, and you always find. So most some of them might not be even be, you know, singers. They might be producers. They might be um, sound people. They might be uh, managers. You know, okay. they might be organizers. They might be. Um, you know, event organizers, they might be, they might find other things that they can get into, even though they started. I know, I know of an event organizer. That's all he was doing while he was in university. And then because he was putting so many shows together, he became a singer himself. Okay. You know, and, and so, so these things happen. Okay. But like you said, it's all about going out there, sweeping your, sweeping your surrounding, sweeping, sweeping your house. And then you'll find out that, you know, I'm sweeping my compound, but everybody has a compound that needs to be swept. Hello, why don't I go knock asking them, do you want me to sweep your compound? You know, I'll do it for a fee, you know, or, you know, or even just, I'll just be doing it. And then you, they, they will see, oh, this guy did a good job. I, I didn't have some money. Let's give him something now, you know? So it's just things like that that you, you even amaze you. Before you know it, you have a cleaning business mm. that, you're, that you're operating. So, the, and this, this is how people start. Definitely. Um, look, if you're a youth in Nigeria and you're, and we use Nigeria because we know Nigeria very well. And Nigeria is a very good case study of a very hard terrain. Very hard terrain, okay. Nobody's going to solve it for you. The Calvary is not coming. You mm -hmm. are the Calvary. You are your solution. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you need to make it happen for you. We spoke about music, but there are other things. Is it manufacturing this? Is it solving this? Is it repairing this? Just do something. Okay? And once you, that do, once you do it, the solutions will start coming. Oh, Mr. Phil, I will not do anything. Okay. Where you are now, how, how is it working for you? Hmm. So, why not try something else? Why not try you taking full responsibility for where you are? Okay, quick story about this thing about deferring to older. There was a time when I was in the church. Uh, some people were like, you're no longer in the church. Another video. <laughs> But anyway, the pastor was very gifted in music. So he was playing the keyboard and everything. And the pastor's sons, they had, you know, they were, they were going to music as well. They were playing. But there was one son that stood out. People that know the story know who I'm talking about. And that son, when he started playing, he was around maybe 17, 18 as in maybe 15, 16, 17, 18, he took over the music of this church. I was one of the people he used to, I was under his, you know, leadership in the music team. Man, I was in my late 30s, 40s. Am I going to say I'm not going to follow? Man, I submitted, man, because the guy was so good. Like Yoruba, we say, I'm <laughs> 
It was, it, and we created the most beautiful music there. Okay, how how stupid will it be? Because his dad was there. You know what his dad just did? His dad just went right. There you go. Now, when his dad was playing before, everybody thought his dad was gonna be the was the best musician. Yeah, and nobody challenged that. But when this boy came up, boy, he wasn't even sixteen yet. Man, when the guy played like this, everybody looked at his dad and said, you know what? Retire. <laughs> <laughs> because this boy, now that boy is playing, he's now a man now and he's playing internationally. Hmm. Rike, remember you were there. Yes, I was. Okay, so. But the thing is, see, he stood up to the role. He took responsibility into his own yeah. hands and it was he showed his competency so it, it's not just that oh whoever's most competent regardless of the age should be the one to do the job is if you're competent and you're able to take the full responsibility of of um executing whatever your responsibility is then you have to step up to the plate and you know take charge and own your craft <laughs> and he did he did he used to we used to create such beautiful music and he was he was able to control the team and lead the team and delegate lots of different tasks to everybody and with that we were a great team we were a great music team so yeah it's Look, not sorry sorry no no i'm done, I'm done. <laughs> okay sorry um i was in my late 30s then i believe late 30s and there were people that were way older than him but he was the leader mm. unquestionable not because of his age, but because of his competency. Mm. And like Rike said, and maybe this is where even, you see, this is where when we make these videos, sometimes even I don't know where it's going to go. But I think I've got it now, what I'm really trying to say. And it came from what Rike last said, that there is a balance. And that balance is what needs to be struck between competency, um, age, and people stepping up to take responsibility. So those are the three things now that needs to be balanced. Competency, age, and responsibility. Because Rika just said it there. That boy was competent, but if he did not take responsibility, it would not have worked. Exactly, because he had an older brother who was also very gifted as well. In fact, all, all of them were gifted. But he was the only one who said, okay, I'm going to take charge of this. So, you know. And I tell you what, he took charge to such a level. <laughs> Honestly, that when people came to hear the sound that was in that church, boy. Now, like I said, he's doing it professionally now. You know? He's, he's, and, and But the key, though, was that he was... I, I think, like, I'm correct to say it was around maybe 15, 4, 14 when it started. Yeah, because I was even younger. I was, like, 11 or something. So, yeah. You know. And so, and that was the leadership of the music team in the church. And it worked beautifully to the point that when it got to a point, even, ah, uh, man, but we, I learned then, okay, that competence is important. So I think, like I said, I'm going to hand over to Mr. Claire to talk us about what I've, I think that's where it's gonna, I'm gonna land here now. That that's what I'm talking about now. Really, is 
age, competency, and responsibility. Those three, there's got to be a balance. We cannot just default to just age anymore. Mr. Claire. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that, that you've added. Uh, and I'm going to add one more thing to it. I'm going to make it <laughs> a four-wheel. The four-wheel narrative. Taking responsibility. And everybody providing the enabling environment. Okay. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. That is a that's a big component, actually. Okay. <laughs> environment. Because <laughs> everybody's frowning at the young boy. Oh, he's playing the game. <laughs> 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 is it because it's you know? Well, I was look first and foremost. His dad was part of the enabling environment because one of the cool thing about his dad is that his dad was very good at. Not only in the music side, it was very good at um, allowing people to to do and express themselves in any way. I will, I don't want to just call it delegation. He's one of those people that would would is very good at encouraging people to just express themselves in whatever way. If you're gonna be cleaning, if you're gonna be, you understand? Know, very good. But I was part of that enabling environment because I didn't say, "Ah, oh, I'm used to following your dad. Who are you?" You understand? <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. I looked at the guy and I saw this guy is good. You know? And to be honest, as, as from that small age as well, maybe that's where Enrique's contribution comes in as well. From that small age as well, the guy was not childish. No. He wasn't childish, amazingly. He was very, very meticulous. He was very, very... Um, about the business of delivering, mm. even from that small age. And I can remember I kept, he would teach us about, I was under his tutorage when it came to music. Mm-hmm. Look, when it came to music, I was under his tutorage. And guess who benefited? I benefited, my children benefited. Because those children or that, to that time, all of them became so gifted musically. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where that enabling environment comes in. You know, the enabling environment where the people that are older, like I was in that scenario, do not dig your foot in and say, why? Ego starts start rising. Mm. We've been here. We've been coming to choir practice when you were in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yes. Mm. And even this video, when I started it, I just knew that there was something to be said about this default to just age. But right now, listening to you, Mr. Claire, and listening to Rike, it has now actually added crystality to what my thoughts were. So even right now, just through this video, I've proven that it is going to be to my own detriment if I don't learn to listen to you guys and just say, oh, I'm the oldest. So I must move the back. <laughs> Lay it. Well, you know, um, so it's in this in this in this white culture, that works quite well because you know, you know, when you when you, when you meet a white man, the first thing, you know, no matter how, how old he is, he will tell you to call him by his first name. Yeah, you feel uncomfortable if you start calling him sir, sir. Good morning, sir. Evening, sir. You know, 
You will be like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Call me Steve. Call me Ryan, you know? And, and, and I felt very uncomfortable when I first came from Nigeria because I'm, I'm used to calling my elder, sir, sir, you know? But, um, you know, but when, when, you, when you look back, um, so when people call me by my first name, you know, it's, 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 it's your upbringing, right? So you feel like, mm, why is it calling me my first name? But hey, that enabling environment. <laughs> that is why. That's what Mr. Claire just said there. You see, because someone is saying, sa, 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 to you, doesn't mean they don't respect you. Hmm. Because they're saying, sa, 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 doesn't mean that they are part of a uh, or uh, of an environment where they're productive to you mm -hmm. and you're productive to them, you know. So again, the reason why the when it declares, Mr. Clare says that when it came to London, everyone says, Don't call me sir, don't call me by my name. Okay, is because of that enabling environment. They know that if they don't if they don't um, make that environment enabling it is going to cost even them hmm. as it is costing people in Nigeria now. Mr. Kinlea, please. Well, you know, um, so so that is very important. And, and I think it all, it brings, it brings a, a lot of balance to what we're discussing. Well, we don't want this video to go too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come back to it. It's all shape of shape in the future. So um, I'm going to say, I'm signing out. Peace and love, as Rico always says, peace and love. <laughs> peace and love, everybody, <laughs> like always. Uh, take care of yourselves and hope to see you soon. Well, on the next video. <laughs> okay. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of those ones that I know I may be touching a nerve. It's one of those ones that I do want to touch, but it needs to be touched. And I hope we have, actually, no, I'm glad that I've touched it because it has actually answered a lot of questions for even me. I hope he has for you too. On that note, see you next time. God bless.